Hello. Um, welcome back to Happy Thoughts. Today is going to be a good one. I know y'all have been excited for this. Today we're just going to be making a little space, a little place to be happy, to laugh at past failures, <laughs> to relate to one another on a level so deeply personal. It's just going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. So I want to give out a special shout out to my friend Amaris. Also, I hope that's how you say your name because we've never met in person or talked. Um, because, yeah, I wanted to shout her out because this was her idea for a topic. So thank you so much. This was so much fun. And I think everyone that got involved also had a fun time. And I think you're going to have a great time listening. This There's just so much. There's so much. Um, anyway, so... I asked on my Instagram, I asked you all, what is your best and worst dating stories? And y'all had a ball. Y'all literally went above and beyond. Um, I got the most replies that I've ever gotten for probably anything. <laughs> but, um, and also most of them were bad. I'm going to be real with you guys. You guys... Man, you just have a lot of bad experiences. Um, yeah, I got only a handful of good dating experiences. So we're going to start off with the ugly, the bad. And I and I know that's where the real laughs are going to be anyway. So we're going to start with that. We're just going to knock them out. And then um, I'm going to read all of y'all's stories. Keeping it anonymous, of course. Hello. And also at the end, I'm going to give, since there were so few happy date stories, I'm going to give some of mine, you know, I'm going to give two of my faves and just to, just to spice the pot up a bit. And, and throughout, I'm going to comment and give you some of my stories too. Bad ones, whatever. Um, but anyway, let's get right. Oh, wait, actually step on the brakes, step on the brakes. Okay. So obviously we're talking about dating. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about the whole rigmarole. We are getting into it. So I do want to say this is going to be a little, just a little more mature than normal. So if that's not your forte, hey, maybe not, maybe not do it. I, I kept things pretty, you know, everything's, it's not going to be crazy. We're not on HBO Max. Like, this is not HBO Max. This is not Euphoria. This is not crazy. Like, we're not going to go crazy. I just want to let you know, hey, it's, it's, there's going to be some things that come up and let's get into it. Let's live. Live, laugh, love together. Emphasis on love. First one, starting off strong. This is what it says. I was talking to a guy for three months only to find out that he was dating a 16-year-old girl. He was 21. Say psych right now. Say psych right now. This is classic. I, honestly, this is a classic story. Honestly, I feel like this is very popular when it comes to rural states like Texas and also homeschooling community. The men just have no boundaries. There's no boundaries. But sweetie, honey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, okay, next one. It says, this guy that liked me used to text me and call me sweaty instead of sweetie. 
okay, per yeah, and and let me tell you what I'm feeling. The vibes I'm getting is that I just know for a fact again. I know this man was homeschooled. Like there's no, there is no doubt in my mind that this is this is a homeschool staple. Calling someone sweaty when you think it's sweetie. Oh come on, like that is too good. Okay, this is good. This is good. And I, when I read this, I just got a little too excited because I felt validated. I felt seen. It just says, my first time meeting my first girlfriend, a dog peed on me and I had to change my outfit. Right. So, and here's what I say to you is this also happened to me. Okay. Okay. So the first time that I went over to my uh, boyfriend, Josue, um, the first time that I went over to his house to meet his family, literally right in the door, they have a dog and I'm like, okay, this is everything. This is the moment. And I'm vibing with the dog. I'm petting the dog. Nala. Shout out Nala. Um, and Miss Thing, she rolls over on her back and I'm like, oh yeah, well, obviously I know what to do in this situation. I'm going to rub your stomach. Like, hi, this is, this is easy. This is English. And so I do, and she starts kicking the leg, and I'm like, okay, we're we're living. Like, this is going great. And then all of a sudden, it's just she pees all over the floor, all over herself, all over me. And the betrayal. <laughs> Let me tell you the betrayal. Literally, like, immediately as I've walked into these people's houses for the first time, and it's like, oh, hi, I'm Ethan. Also, how can I help you clean this mess up that I instantly made? Like, that is so... So, so I feel you. I feel you. There's nothing worse on a first impression than dog, dog pee scenario. It's just, I'm not living for it. I'm not. Um, this one is, <laughs> this one is sh so short and simple. It just says, literally, this is all it says. Stalked after three weeks, called cops. <laughs> this is, <laughs> What else do you need to say? That's everything. That is everything right there. I'm, oh my God. And it's like, we have no details. I'm like, okay, stalked after three weeks. As in, after three weeks of being stalked, you called the cops. You guys were together three weeks and you broke up and he started stalking you. Like, there's so much left to be desired here. Like, we have no details. And yet it just hits. <laughs> I don't want any more details because it's just a fantasy. We can imagine whatever we want and it's so good. Okay, this is, yep, here we go. Here we go. I feel like all my ladies have been here. But also, it, okay, just let's, let's just get into it. Okay, it says, my ex-boyfriend asked me if I wanted to go to the movies. And when I said I was busy, he took another girl and made out with her. Now, I can't, you said no, <laughs> you said no, and also this is your ex-boyfriend, so I have some questions, I have some questions, comments, and concerns, and at the same time, I'm also like, okay, but Slay for not going back, like, there must be an ex for a reason, I have none of the details again, we have, I just, I just love how I have no details about any of these, there's hardly any information, but yeah, that is brutal. And that's what I'm like wondering. I'm like, okay, but when you found out, were you like, oh, that could have been me? I was like, well, then who are we to blame? Yourself. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to comfort you because I just don't understand. Like, you said this like it was a bad thing, but like, I mean, it is bad. It, I mean, homie, homeboy moved fast. This was, this was quick. 
Um, and so for that, I am sorry. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, he he gave you the in. He gave you the in right there. If you wanted it, you would have done something. You know, if he wanted to, he would. Right, right. Okay, this is this is a good one. I feel like there is just something so embarrassing about this situation. And it sparked in me my own story. So I'm excited. Let's let's get into it. Let's talk about it. It just says, my first year of my summer camp job, I was in a situationship. Okay, first of all, situationship canceled. I've, I've been there. We all, if you're homeschooled, have been there. The situationship is an epidemic. Anyway, okay. I was in a situationship with my supervisor. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't, I honestly didn't see that the first time I read this. Um, we talked, sort of dated for like a month. The pre-breakup week of radio silence started. Again, we've all been there. And I could tell what was coming. Okay, so you're smart. That day during our lunch break, we went to grab food in a big ass group and drove in the back seat with two of our friends in the front. In the car, with other people listening, on our way to lunch, he gives me every excuse in the book. He's not ready, too busy, focusing on the grind, etc. I took it like a champ, but then Bestie sits next to me throughout the whole lunch with like 10 other people and acts like nothing happened. This is, this is so office coded. Like, it's so office coded. It's so sitcom. Like, there's just... Like, there's nothing to be said. This is just a horrible moment. Like, it's so awkward. Like, what were the people in the front seat doing when this is happening? Like, well, I know what they were doing. Talking about anything possibly that they could. Like, I've definitely been in a situation where I, like, I know something awkward is happening, but I can hear it. And I'm like, do they know that I can hear it? So I just go to the nearest person. I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? And I, at the same time, I'm like, I know that I'm having this fake conversation and also start, like, sort of listening. Anyway horrible hate 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 um but that brought up something <laughs> a very i guess similar in the embarrassment that it caused story that i have and a lot of you have probably heard the story because it is one of my favorites it is one of my favorites and it's not necessarily a a date this was not a date at all but um when i was in high school we used to have these homeschool formals and it used to be like all of the homeschoolers in the entire area like 800 people and we'd all get together and we'd have a big dance and we'd go to dance classes for the weeks leading up and so we would all have these dance cards and all of our dances were like paired up and you're gonna get some dances with people you don't know it's just going to happen and I was not a great dancer and so my my signature move was like, oh, well, I'm just going to have a really great conversation with them. You know, like, I know that I can do that. I know that I can do that. I can have a great conversation with a stranger. And then they're going to be like, wow, he was so cool. This dance was nice. Like, regardless of what happened dance wise, we had a great conversation. So classic, classic, classic. Uh, Bethany Becker, if you're listening, sweetie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. But, um, I, I doubt she's listening, but some of y'all probably know her, and yes. So, I see on my dance card, I have this girl named Bethany Becker, had never met her before. She is so pretty, like, seriously, such a, 
she had like this great blonde hair. I don't remember what she was wearing, but I just remember being like, oh, she looks so nice. Literally great smile. So we start talking and I don't know exactly how we got here, but I was like, oh, do you like music? And she was like, yes, I love music. And I was like, oh my gosh, me too. I love music. And we were like, well, what kind of music do you like? And basically I was like, well, I pretty much like everything but country music. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I think, you know, like I said something about how I wanted to be in music or maybe I said like musical theater at the time, but like we're talking and she goes, oh yeah, I actually like, I, I make music. I have music release, like I have a music video, all that. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, whoa, this is like, that's awesome. That's so cool. And that's like my dream. And so I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like what kind of music do you sing? And she goes, country. I... <laughs> I, it was like, <laughs> like, what do you, <laughs> like, what do you do? Realistically, what do you do? It's, there's no backpedaling because it's been set up so far in advance. And it was so, I just was like, yeah, I hate country music. Like, <laughs> so I just, I don't remember anything else about that conversation other than me feeling like, oh, right, 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 right. So anyway, that's, that's that. Bethany Becker, if you're out there, I think you're amazing and I'm so sorry that I created this horrible embarrassing moment for us on the dance floor what we've gathered so far is men are crazy but they're about to get crazier they're about to get absolutely worse this one just says a guy flew all the way to Texas to drive me home to Montana then ghosted me and I just I just want to get him in a room and be like what happened <laughs> You're, you're buying a plane ticket to drive this beautiful, fantastic, funny, hilarious woman all the way back home. I don't know how long that drive is, but it must be like 15 plus hours. And then for what? Literally for what? What was the reason? Just to ghost her. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. And so I really just want to get him in a room and, and I want to hear his perspective which is rare, but I, I, I feel like his story has to be just so interesting. What was going on inside your head? Um, anyway, but girl, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, okay. This is, this is a full on story time. This is a full on story time. Get ready, get strapped in, buckle up. Here we go. Let's go. So, so first of all, this person just responded to the prompt and said, I lost my virginity in the backseat of a Prius and got caught by the cops. And immediately I messaged them and I was like, so can I get anything? Like, can I get some more details? Like, come on. Like, that's it. That's it. That's all you have to say to me. Like, I want to know more. I need to know more. So they, they were nice enough to send me the whole kit and caboodle. So let's go. Let's go. Um, I was a sophomore. They were a senior. We did it in the backseat of her car in a secluded area of a park. And we were like, okay, that was rad. <laughs> Want to go get Taco Bell. Period. <laughs> Checks out. No, I love it. So we went to get Taco Bell and near this Taco Bell, there was a park. And so we got our Taco Bell and then we were just eating and we were like, dang, that was like really rad. Do you want to like do it again? So we pull over to that park and yeah, it was dark, but it was literally just a park. 
And, you know, we're going round two when all of a sudden I hear this agitating, grating voice. They didn't actually say that. <laughs> all of a sudden an SUV pulls up and it doesn't seem like a cop, but I'm looking and I guess they saw me because all of a sudden this car whips up next to us, brights on, and we just hear, get out of the car or go home. And I'm like, oh, snap, oh, snap. I'm putting my clothes on. It was scary. All right, let's, I'm going to be real. If I know for a fact these homeschoolers, they know about this fear, this situation. This was a popular situation in the homeschool community. Why? None of us were allowed to date. So I definitely know that me and my friends can relate to this moment. And homeboy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, but also the Taco Bell, like this, like there's something so real, like you're so real for sharing this. <laughs> there's something so vulnerable and personal about this story and experience. Um, anyway, thank you for sharing. I absolutely love it. Um, okay. This speaking of speaking of first of all, fast food and second of all, something so deeply personal this, I got a lot of stories that were sent to me that were like, he cheated, he did this, he did that. And those are all terrible, but this one, this struck a chord with me that I, I just can't shake. I can't shake it. So it just says, um, I waited at Chipotle for two hours for him to show up and he didn't even offer to pay. Listen, 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 listen. I have nothing about paying for someone else on a date, not paying like expectations like that. That's a whole mess, and I have nothing about that. Like, if you go on a date with someone, I don't think you should have an expectation that they would pay unless you already said something about it or for some reason you thought you should. I don't know. I don't know the specifics. But the thing here, my man, like, she waited for you for two hours. Two hours at a Chipotle. What is there to do with Chipotle? Nothing. She's waiting. She's hungry. She smells the food. The least. And she stayed there for you. I have. And again, we have no details. I have no context. I don't know why he was late. What the situation was. All I know is that there is not a doubt in my mind. I am paying for that meal. I am paying for that meal. I am being like, thank you so much. Like, I'm so sorry. How much does that burrito cost? $8 max. Maybe nine, maybe 10. Doesn't matter. It's literally Chipotle, like bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Those two hours are worth, like those two hours are worth so much more than the cost of that burrito. Like what is going on? I'm so sorry that happened. And unfortunately, this person also sent me <laughs> two more. So they just, they just have had all kinds of good luck finding bad men. So here are the other two. It says, also, my prom date left prom halfway through the night and left me there. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Next one says, and again, this is still the same person. Also, in sixth grade, I passed a note to my crush asking him to be my valentine, and I watched him pass it to his girlfriend I didn't know he had, and so proceeded to pass it around the entire class to make fun of me. This is the scenario that happens in... TV show nightmares sequences like this is it this is it if it's not showing up to school without pants it's this I am so 
sorry. I am so sorry. I wish I knew how old you were. Because, <laughs> like, part of me feels like, oh, yeah, you were probably, like, 13, 14. Another very real part of me is, like, what if this was, like, like senior year? <laughs> I don't think you would ask someone out via a note in, like, if you were 17 or 18. But just wouldn't that be so funny? And then I feel like I kind of would have to side with your classmates, honestly, if I'm being real. But, um... Okay, so this is the point where I'm realizing that I've already been doing this for 20 minutes and I have so many left. So I'm going to make the executive decision to split this episode into two parts. Okay, 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 okay. Two-parter, I love, I live. So I'm going to switch over and read um, some nice, nice happy ones. Nice happy ones. And then share with you one of my favorite dating stories. Okay? Okay. So let's, let's, we've heard the worst. And girl, okay, listen. I, I ordered these like somewhat worst to worst, bad to worst. I don't know. I, I, I ordered them in like increasing badness. So the next one, like the next ones are, are so bad. They're so rotted and destroyed. I'm telling you. So make sure that if you, um, if you're like, oh no, we're talking about happy dates and cute. No, I want to hear more tea that it's, it's coming next week. I've got it for you. I've got it. I've got it. But anyway, okay. So let's talk about some nice things. Okay. This one is the entire fantasy. Like this is it. This is it. Okay. Freshman year, my teacher and very good friend. Okay, Slay, we love friend-teacher moment. Suggests I go to Hoko with one of my friends, and him and I were both like, no, 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 we're just friends, and we don't want to mess that up. Everyone's been there. I know we've all been there. Anyway, they say, a couple months later, I realize I have a crush on him, and then, two days before Hoko, he asked me to go and be his date to the dance, so we went. And we didn't dance even once, but it was so much fun. I have to stop and say, <laughs> I love you for putting that slight roast in there. Like, <laughs> almost like it was like, oh my gosh, like I do have a crush on him. Oh, like we're going, this is everything. And then he didn't dance with you and you're like, oh, actually, maybe not. <laughs> um, but I, I love that. Anyway, okay, so continuing on. So he has a crush on me and I like him, but we decide we're not going to date because we're so young. Okay, period. After that school year, I moved three hours away and we just figured that things ended there. Yeah, okay, got it. I'm with you. Uh, junior year of high school, out of the blue, he asked me to go to Hoko with him again. So we go and we actually dance this time. We have a blast. And he held my hand on the entire three-hour drive home and I loved it. Two weeks of texting and calling. He asked me to be his girlfriend and I said, yes. Cute, 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 cute. Disney plus entire fantasy. I love the timeline. Like, like honestly, this is literally like a Disney plus movie. It starts and ends at the Hoko. How, like, every single Disney movie ends with prom. It's it, So this literally just wrote itself, the full circle moment. Um, and I can see they're like, they're going to, they're going to add some plot. They're going to add some like other people that y'all were into, but they just didn't work out. They're going to do the whole promposal fantasy like, or prom. Yeah. That's what it was called. This movie just came out on Disney plus 
that was literally so bad called prom. I mean, they all are bad, but promposal, absolutely not, absolutely not. But I loved this. I loved this. This was adorable. This is this is the high school romance experience. I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So thank you so much to everyone who sent in their first round of stories. I'm going to get to the rest of them next episode, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear them. Um, but I'm going to take a second and share with you some exclusive tea. Okay, this one's for my Patreon. This one's for my Patreon. So thinking about two of the best dates that I've ever had, one of them is a real date and one of them is not really a date, but it was just like a moment that sticks out in my head as one of the most romantic experiences of my life. And so I'm going to tell you that story right now. <laughs> most of you, like, I don't care if you've been my best friend for a while, you probably don't know about this. Like I'm being serious. I know that you don't know about this. Like literally I probably can count on my right hand, not my left hand, but on my right hand, I can count, um, the amount of people that know this. So we're going back in time. We're going back in time. We're going to 2019, 2018. I'm not sure. Anyway, I was super into musical theater. That was my dream. Growing up in high school, everyone was like, he's going to be on Broadway. And I was like, yes, I am. I'm going to be on Broadway. Like, thank you for noticing. Um, that was the whole gig. My senior year, I really hardly did any actual schoolwork and I just went to dance classes and singing classes and was in shows and blah, 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 blah. My summer after I graduated, I didn't do anything other than musical theater. And it was a time. It was a time. But one of the things that I did during that summer was I won a full ride scholarship to a four week musical theater summer camp intensive. This was not like a fun well it it was fun sometimes but this was not like a like summer camp like oh my god we're gonna have a ball like no 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 no. this was like we're going to boot camp for musical theater it was intense it was crazy it was amazing like it was amazing but it was intense so part of this scholarship was that I had an extra fourth week at the beginning of the camp regular the camp was just three weeks so I had this extra first week with another handful of people that paid to be in it. But I didn't pay because uh, they chose my my essay for the scholarship. Um, anyway, so it was just me and I'm pretty sure it was only me and three other people. Three? No, yeah, it was literally just me and three other people. And they were all girls, okay? All girls. So I was the only guy... Which, at first, I was like, this sucks. But then it was actually kind of fun because I got to hang out with all the camp counselors, like, one-on-one. -on -one, one of whom ended up is in Hamilton. Like, literally, touring cast of Hamilton. So, Slay. I love that I got to, like, hang out with him one-on-one. -on -one. And I actually, totally unrelated, he used to literally practice his audition, like, in the bathroom. It was amazing. And I remember being like in the like little like living room and hearing him sing and be like, oh, that's so like cute and fun. Like he's singing Hamilton. Wow. He sounds really good. And then him coming out of the bathroom and me being like, wow, that was good. And he's like, yeah, thanks. I have my audition in a little bit. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Right. Right. Anyway, getting back on track. So this first week of the camp 
is happening. And it's just me and these three other girls. And at first, <laughs> at first, like, it was very awkward. And the camp counselors are all trying to, like, get us to mesh together. But we, like, we have no idea who these people are. We're total strangers. And we're being forced to, like, do all this work together and, like, blah, 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 blah. But um, anyway, on the first day, like, we're doing all these, like, little exercises. We're doing all this stuff. And then we end up working one-on-one -on -one with all of the, like, coaches to prep an audition. Okay? So that was what this first week was about, was really intense audition prep so that you could leave the camp and be super tightened on audition stuff. And then also, after the first week of the camp, for the next three weeks when all of the other students came... The first night of the three-week camp where there was going to be like 60 people was everyone auditioning one by one in front of everyone. So it was also to like prepare us for that so that we could get good roles in the shows, et cetera, et cetera, and look cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, that first day, we all meet each other. We're all hanging out. All the girls thought I was kind of dorky, <laughs> which is valid. Um, and... We're working one-on-one -on -one, one -on, -one on our audition stuff. So the four of us have never heard each other sing or anything. And so that first night, it was like, I don't know how late it was, but it was literally like pitch black outside. We all get dressed up in these nice audition outfits that we brought. And we go into this like super dark theater with just one spotlight. And one by one, each of us go up and we do our audition basically for just this small group of people. Anyway, we all go and this girl named Macy, I know, I know that some of y'all have heard about her. She might be listening, honestly. Macy gets up and she starts singing and it was like literally, I'm not exaggerating. The, I didn't see anything but her in that moment. Like the spotlight was on her, everything else faded away. Like she sounded so gorgeous. I was immediately enthralled, like literally gobsmacked, literally angel in front of me. It was, it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Anyway, so I, I was crushing on her hard, crushing on her hard. Okay. And, um, she, I did not think she was into me at all. She was not into me at all, but we did end up becoming really close. I mean, the four of us, we, we did end up getting really close and, especially that one week where it was just the four of us, like we would laugh so much. We would have, we were having such good times, but me and Macy specifically got really, really close and became like really close friends. And the way that we like interacted was we sat next to each other during every class we took, every lunch, whatever. Um, and she would kind of like bully me a little bit. Okay. She would always make fun of me, but then it would always result in all of us like laughing really hard. So that was like kind of our dynamic. I was like the only guy. And so they all kind of ganged up on me, but they also, it was in a sweet way because they also all used to talk about how talented I was. Like it was not in a negative way. I love those girls so much. Um, but yeah, so me and Macy got really close and I remember like right at the last week, like the last few days of camp, the first week, not the last days of camp. So right before all the other like 60 people got there, I like tried to talk to her about like, you know, is she like dating someone? Like what's going on? And I found out that she was like just out of a really like intense relationship. And I was like, oh, right. Okay. So maybe not. 
Um, and again, I, I really didn't think she had anything for me at all because she would just bully me the whole time. So anyway, the rest of the camp starts. All the other kids get here. It's crazy. It's insane. And me and Macy still stay connected, like literally joined at the hip. We're in all the same classes together. Thank God. And um, we have the exact same schedule. So we just like stick together. And everyone knew us as like the two, <laughs> not to be cocky, the two most talented people at the camp and we're best friends. Like <laughs> it, at least that's how it was in my mind. And it was iconic. It was iconic. It was iconic. It was iconic. Um, but like, I'm still totally into her. I am so into her. And I just like, you know, I'm like, well, we're going to be best friends and we're literally at a summer camp. So what does it matter? Because after this, I'll never see her again. So we're chilling, we're hanging out and camp is getting to, oh, okay, hang on, wait, pause. I need to say something. We, the whole camp, we all got tickets to go see a show downtown Austin and when we were riding the bus to that show, no, 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 no. When we got to that show for act two, so after intermission, me and Macy were sitting next to each other for the show, obviously, because we're best friends. I, I wish I remembered exactly how this happened, but somehow during act two, I started holding her hand. Okay, I got bold. I got bold. I got so, so bold. But here's, here's where the bombastic side eye comes in. On the way home, on the bus... I think we were like maybe holding hands again and Macy starts crying. Like all of a sudden she starts crying and I don't remember we were, we were talking about something, but she just starts crying, like sobbing. And I'm like, what is going on? And of course she starts opening up to me about like her ex and how bad it was. And, and I'm, you know, trying to be like, not like, Oh, Ooh, like I'm holding her hand and she's thinking about her ex. Like that, you know, we were friends first, so that was not what I was thinking. But um, so I'm I'm talking to her. I'm trying to comfort her. I'm trying to give her advice. Like I'm trying to just be like, you have to like, you know, let go, like get move on with him and whatever. And I, I wish I could remember specifics. So Macy, I'm sorry if I'm just completely lying, but I'm pretty sure like after that, she like, gave me a big hug, and she was like, thank you, like, this is really important, and, like, this is one of the kindest conversations anyone's ever had with me, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but also, like, there was no mention about us holding hands, there was no mention of anything, it was very, like, oh, but that was, like, not a thing, and so after that, we kind of were distant for a second, it was really weird, it was really weird, like, without saying anything, she, like, kind of distanced herself from me. I was kind of distant from her because I thought she was mad. So it was just a whole thing. And then finally, like, we're getting close to the end of camp. The big showcase is coming up. Me and Macy both have solos. We both have these songs that we have to do. Mine is, like, this energetic piece about being yourself. And hers is this, like super slow, sad love song, ballad, beautiful moment. And we're getting close to showtime and Miss Thing is is not having it. She is struggling with this solo and she's getting so frustrated with herself. She's getting frustrated. Me and her had already made up. We were friends again by this point. Like we had, I had, we had talked through like if there was something going on, but it was very like, Okay, we're friends. Friends. Only friends. Just friends. So, we're doing our run-throughs. We're doing our tech rehearsal for the show. 
she is so upset with herself that she cannot get the song. And I'm like, well, everyone's just sitting, waiting, like, you know, watching. And she comes up to me. She's like, Ethan, come out to the lobby. Like, you have to help me with this. And I was like, okay, okay. So I get out to the lobby and I find a chair. I sit down and she's like, okay, I'm just going to run this and just run it with me and like, give me advice. Like, help me, like, help me with this. And I was like, okay, Slay, like, she wants my help. Like, that's cool. She thinks I'm good or something. So she's running through it. She's running through it. And she just gets so angry at herself. She's like, why can't I do this? Like, why can't I do this? Like, I, she, she talks about how she's like afraid to have feelings for someone again after her ex. And she's like, this is just a character. Like, this isn't real. Like, why am I letting this hold myself back? And I don't remember exactly what happens, but I like start ranting. I'm like, you know, you are amazing. Like you're a, a credible performer. Like you have to get over this, blah, 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 blah. I'm like literally like talking so fast and I'm talking with so much passion and like, I get so caught up in what I'm saying that all of a sudden, literally out of nowhere, mid sentence, she kisses me. She just grabs my face and kisses me and she pulls away and I have no breath in my lungs, like nothing I have no thoughts, head empty. And you have to remember that this is like four weeks in the making that I've had this like super big crush on her and thought she just sees me as a friend that she's going to bully, which is great. But, and that was the moment. And that was the moment. And we had this moment and we both looked at each other like, oh my God, what just happened? Like, does that mean like you like me? Like it was, it was so you guys, it was so like, it was magical. It really was. It was magical. Like it was just like this crazy moment. And also the fact that like she made the first move, I was like, that is just like, come on. Like, um, but I felt so special. I felt like the most special person in the whole world. All that to say, you know, camp ended. She lives three hours away from me and you know, we went our separate ways and we didn't like nothing else ever happened after that. We stayed in touch. We're best friends now. Oh my gosh. We've hung out a couple times since camp, non-romantically. Like, you know, life just went on. But in a real way, I feel like she's like one of those soulmates that I have that just, you know, she's a friend. She's a best friend. She's a lifelong friend. Uh, just like almost everyone that I've ever been in a relationship with in a serious way, like they're one of my best friends and Macy is no exception. And I will, I will absolutely never forget that first and last <laughs> kiss that we had, like how crazy it was. But, um, anyway, so that's my story of me and Macy. Um, next week I will read the rest of y'all's answers, tell some more of my stories and also my favorite date that I've ever gone on with the one and only Josue, my current, current boyfriend. So if you want to hear that, um, stick around and I'll see you in the next one. Okay. Bye.